0: Welcome back to post-game coverage of BYU football on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Our coverage continues with the Cougar Locker Room Show. The Cougar Locker Room Show is brought to you by Utah Community Credit Union. Get more house, same payment at UCCU. It's what we do. Let's head live to the Bryant Heating and Cooling Comfort broadcast booth and join Mark Lyons along with the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel.
1: BYU is a winner 49-18 over Western Michigan at the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. When BYU head coach Kalani Sitake and players get to the press conference podium, you will hear it. Mitch Jurgens is going to get back out onto the field so we can hear from BYU players after today's victory. And it was a comprehensive win for BYU. The Cougars roll up almost almost 500 yards of offense after barely more than 100 came in the first half. And the Cougars do win going away. It was dominant after halftime, 42-8 was the second-half score for BYU after Cougars trailed by a modest 3 at the break, 10-7. to 7.
2: It really was a dominant performance by both the offense and defense. Uh, it got to the point where, uh, like when BYU was playing Washington this year, and Washington knew that BYU's offense just wasn't going to be able to do anything against them. And that same situation was existent today, and that Western Michigan got to the point that Man, we just can't do anything that's going to work right now, and BYU's defense was on top of it all. Same thing with the offense. When the offense was uh, uh, in the second half, when they started making a couple of big plays, everything started rolling. Man, uh, Neil Pau's run was awesome. Uh, Riley Burt, you know, who I've pushed for a couple years now, uh, came in and played extremely well. You saw his quickness and his speed and his stride. I think the kid's a player. Hopefully he's he's earned a shot here to uh, compete again for that starting spot in the spring. But uh, I do think that the young kids that played in this bowl game today have an awful lot of confidence now that this is how they can play and it's going to carry over with them into the spring.
1: Well, let's head down to uh, Mitchell Juergens and find out where he's at right now. Mitch, can you hear us? I can hear you. Where are you, and what's going on? I'm. Uh, let me find you. One second. Hey, Riley. Hey, I, I've got I got Riley Burt here. Fantastic. Riley Burt, uh, 110 yards on 13 carries today. I think uh, Mitch is popping the headset on Riley. Riley, can you hear second, us? One second, oh. one second. Well, we will head back down. Sounds like we just lost uh, the entire setup from field level with Mitch we back. Well, now we're back. Hey, got gotcha. you. Riley, can you hear us? I can. Let's All right. Go. Greg Grubel and Mark Lyons upstairs. Uh, wow. This was uh, an incredible game, but a, really an amazing second half. What can you tell us that really actually did happen between half one and half two to switch things around <laughs> for you guys?
3: <laughs> well, I don't know. We went in the locker room. We started talking. We got it going. Um, offense, just we, we came together
2: and we started vibing, so it was good. Yeah, I thought you might have said something like, "Well, they started giving me the football." <laughs> <laughs> nah. nah, no, no, but uh, it had to be a fun game for you to play, in, especially when things started going your way and you had that momentum. It was just everything was good.
1: Yeah,
3: it was. We were flowing. The offense was going. It was all good.
1: <laughs> Not often you're going to play in a game where the ball doesn't hit the ground when it leaves oh, your quarterback's man. hands. Nineteen for nineteen were the two quarterbacks today through the air. Remarkable. Were you did you get a sense at all of any point that wait, hold on, we've caught everything.
3: <laughs> I realized I realized uh when Collie had that one in the um South End zone, it was good, man. We were just offense was vibing, balls were getting caught, so open up the run game also.
1: You know, all the ups and downs of the season kinda of fade away in a day like today, don't they? <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> I don't know. We we getting back, we're going to work, so
1: well, there is work to be done, but you got a couple of weeks to enjoy what just happened today. What does one game mean? All right, you went from six and six to seven and six. What, how important was was the win today to you? It's, it's very important.
3: It's momentum in the off season. It's a, it's a little motivation in the winter workouts <laughs> when we're
2: pushing prowlers or running sprints.
3: It's, it's motivation. The record, looking back at
2: it, it helps us. Well, Riley, I'm glad you got a shot today, and I'm glad you stepped up and played really well. So uh, I, I think that uh, you've got to feel pretty good about how it went today for you.
3: Yeah, yeah, I do. I do. I'm just trying to, trying to do my best, and offense, offensive line was moving them. Passing game was open, so that helps everything. Yeah, we, we got it going.
1: So what can we expect out of you in your senior year, Riley? <laughs> more to come. All this right. game and more. That's All exciting. Right. 13 carries, a buck, 10, and a touchdown, part of a big win. Riley, thanks for your time. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right, that is Riley Burt joining us from Field Level.
4: A question for you, Zach. You know, uh, you, you came here a few months ago, had that kind of that heartbreaking loss at the goal line there. So, how's it feel to kind of come back here and to Boise and get a big win for your team with that kind of performance?
5: Yeah, I mean, I've learned I've learned more in these past six games than I have in my entire life playing football, and uh, you know, starting to get more comfortable with everything and the flow of the game. And you know, I was, I was excited for this game plan we had going in, and and I know the rest of the team was, and I think the coaches and the players were all on the same page with everything we had doing, and. Um, you know, I'm glad we get a W on this field, and you know, hopefully against the Boise State Broncos next time we get the
6: W, right? So,
2: Sione, what does it mean to you to have a big game, 19
7: tackles in your final game for BYU? Ooh.
6: Yeah, it was, I just knew this was my last go-around with these guys and these coaches, and they've been so good to me, you know, my, my whole career here, and so I just wanted to kind of go out there and leave it all out on the field. And so every play, I was just in my head, like, you know, I'm not going to get these plays back with these guys, and so just giving them all.
7: Zach, did you hear Coach say that when he was asked what he expected from you, that he expected you to play perfectly yesterday? Did you hear that?
5: No, I actually never saw that interview. So, uh, you know, of course, that's the intention of every game, right? You want to come out and
7: just try and be perfect. On a more serious note, though, the bar you've set with this type of performance, you know, you're not going to sneak up on people when you go 18 for 18 Mm -hmm. with with that type of thing. How nice is it to to know you've set that bar where you're at now and and now want want to improve on that?
5: Yeah, I mean, uh, I think the I think the bar was set probably a little too high for the next bowl game, but uh, <laughs> um, you know, I think I think we really proved ourselves in this in this game of what we're capable of. You know, we're starting to find that identity as an offense, and we're trying to starting to figure out how we are as a team and, and what we're the best at. And you know, it's it's just going up from here.
4: Uh, Dylan, just what can you say about kind of you know your quarterback here and what he did today? Just you know, what did you think of his performance?
1: By the way, Zach I Wilson, mean, Dylan Colley, it's and it's Sione Taki uh, are the three with uh, Kalani Sitake at the podium. From the time that I arrived in May
8: till today, um, and all he's done is gotten better physically and mentally. And from the way that he you know talks to his receivers and talks to the coaches, he's constantly communicating. Um, and it was it was just a matter of time. Um, for when he was kind of let go and uh, able to kind of run the show, and that's what he did today. And, I mean, being next to both these guys, you, you look at the mentality of what it means to be a football player on the defensive side of the ball, and uh, very few, very, very few people do it like Taki Um and that's a guarantee. And to see an 18-year-old, 19-year-old kid in Zach Wilson um, and what's going to happen in the next three years, I mean, yeah, he set the bar for himself, but I'll go ahead and set it, you know, even higher. And, you know, I truly do believe that this kid will be, one of the if not the greatest quarterback in BYU history um, and, and he's going to do that and he knows that and that's his mentality so um, I I love being around him and, and love watching him grow that's cute was it what was that cute for you Thanks. you like that I got you
4: <laughs> Zach you know coach kind of mentioned it, but were you aware that you hadn't uh, you know missed all, all day were you aware of the streak you're going in? and to kind of be mentioned in the same breath you know you came close to Guys like Steve Young, I mean, just what's that kind of mean to you? Yes,
5: he was aware. <laughs> no, to be completely be honest, told me, <laughs> to be completely honest, I actually had no idea until um, until they told me I was done playing. Um, you know, they they told me when when they told me they were going to put Tanner in and give him the the rest of the game, and you know, honestly, it was kind of su- surprising. I mean, the game flashes by so quick. Um, I was way off. I thought I at least had like six or seven. To be honest, I mean, I didn't realize it was that low. But um, you know, it's, these guys. That's really where everything falls. I mean, a quarterback, you know, you, you realize that the success for your quarterback comes based on, you know, the team around you. If you I mean, my linemen are, are out there sacrificing their bodies for me, and, and my, my receivers are going up there and making plays that I know, you know, 50-50 balls, you know, they're going to make it just that 1% better. So um, just giving these guys a chance, I know, you know, that's kind of the reason why um, I had success today is just
7: because the whole team put it together. I talk about the defensive effort because it's 10-7 at halftime. You guys score 35 straight, and the defense did its job getting off the field. Talk about what your boys did.
6: Yeah, um, it was 7-10 going into the second half, but um, we went to the locker room and coaches just kind of emphasized, hey, everyone just do their job and we'll just be fine, and we felt that too. And so that's what kind of we cleaned up, and um, going into the third quarter, you know, just you could see it out there. You know, everyone's doing their job and making plays. Everyone's fine out there, and so – yeah, credit to, to all the guys. You know, 11 was out there balling that D-line. You know, they're taking up blocks for me to run sideline to sideline. And so, you know, credit those guys out there for, you know, those kairos you know, Methi, those guys taking on two guys, you know, and, and I'm just running free. And so definitely they, they deserve it.
7: Kalani, can you take us inside the locker room just a little bit at halftime? Because there was
1: quite a difference in the second half and the first as far as what the offense was able to do and how the whole team came together. What...
7: What changed? What did you guys do at halftime that produced that second half?
9: There's nothing I did. I mean, it's, it's um, these guys did it all. The players did it. These three and the other leaders on our team took over, and um, I really didn't need to have to say anything. That's one thing that I really like going into our locker room, especially tonight, Uh, just uh, after the the first half. I mean, we started pretty good, and then some things went wrong, and we faced some adversity, but um, I like the mindset of the players coming in at halftime. I didn't really need to say much and uh, the right guys were doing the talking and um, yeah, so there's nothing that not not a a miraculous speech or anything. The guys did it, you know, so a lot of credit to them and the relationship that they have with each other and uh, so uh, I I was just proud to see that happen. It was a a nice thing. It's, It's something that I've seen in the past, you know, when you have great leadership and when when you have guys that are willing to speak and say the right things and and know that there's a lot of communication and that there's a lot of respect from each other on on, in that locker room and so yeah i I was really happy i mean my job was easy they already said what needed to be said
7: zach can you talk about what this performance day means going into the off season heading into next season uh, just maybe the momentum that kind of builds off that yeah i think this was a must for us um
5: you know we didn't get the the win against Utah but I think we proved a lot of what we're capable of on offense and uh, we wanted to build on that this this next game and we knew that we had to play well I mean I think this is a great momentum um, you know build into our into our off season I think we're going to come out in the off season with a lot of energy and I going to be our schedule um, so we're pretty much going to make sure everyone's on top of each other and making sure you know we're we're all getting better together making sure extra guys are lifting making sure extra guys are coming out and throwing and you know, Sione was the leader of that. I mean, I remember I came out here in the summer every single day, and this dude was out there working, and uh, you know it's paying off for him. Um, and so I, I think that's what we need from the, the whole team this off season. Is, is I I think the guys are excited about what's what's to come for BYU football, and I think we're uh, we're proving ourselves in in the passing game and in the running game. So um, I
1: just
7: hope we excel with that going to this off season. Kalani, we talked a little yesterday at the press conference, but just what was it like for you to be able to see Tanner complete his career on the field and Louis Lapuahu got out there and you you had a bunch of seniors who were able to get out there and you know close out the season and their careers on the field. What does that mean for you to have those guys have those that, that opportunity?
9: I think it's only right, you know, I, I um, thought we were we were in a position even though they scored touchdown and they got two-point conversion, we still felt comfortable with the game and I uh, felt comfortable with, with our scheme and things that we're, we're that our guys are doing fundamentally on the football field. So um, yeah, it just felt right. And the only the hard part was because um, I was trying to run the clock out and I was being a jerk and saying just run the ball. And then you know A Rod and Grimes are just like, hey, let's just let the kid throw. And that was kind of the theme of the night. So. You know we let him throw and I apologize to Tim Lester at the end of the game that that's not normally what we do but he was he understood you know so um, that it was a nice throw and, and uh, he had that memory here on this blue turf and uh, yeah I thought it was I thought it was the right thing to do even though um, you know we had some little conflict on whether to throw it or not but I, if it was incomplete then I would have been really upset so <laughs> Dylan what, uh, what did it mean to you to in your final game here at
7: BYU, to have this kind of performance, both individually and as a team.
8: Uh, you know, it's it's huge. Uh, I think everything that kind of happened from the get go and the entire season was filled with a lot of ups and downs um, for the team and for me personally. And so to be able to kind of go after that trial and go after those you know tribulations that we kind of went through all, all season long to be able to come out and just finish out on a on a high note like this um, with guys that I genuinely do care about and. Uh, I'm, I'm lucky to call teammates and, and friends.
9: Yes, thank you. All right, there it is,
1: BYU at the press conference podium here at the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. Final score, BYU 49, Western Michigan 18. Cougar Locker Room Show continues after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: This is the Cougar Locker Room Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel
1: so happy for the BYU Cougars, so happy for this guy. Welcome back to the Cougar Locker Room Show here from Albertson Stadium in Boise. We have Dylan Colley with us. Six grabs, 124 yards, two touchdowns in this bowl game. Dylan, thanks for coming on. Greg and Mark upstairs. Hey, no worries, man. I appreciate it. Wow. Congrats to you and to the guys. What a great way to end the year. Uh, how much did it mean to this team to go from 6-6 six and six to 7-6 and six today?
8: Uh, everything. Uh, it was just a good opportunity to be able to come out and uh, kind of go off what we went off of uh, at Utah and offensively just kind of let the thing go and um, to be able to to be able to put up the stats put up the numbers put up the points that we did and have the success be able to help the defense out was was critical
1: stats numbers points but no
8: incompletions amazing un, uh, unbelievable <laughs> unreal I mean it's you got to you got to watch yourself sometimes when you look at the kid and, and call him perfect Zach Wilson you may <laughs> take that and run with it but uh uh, he is. He is. He is that, and he was that tonight.
2: Well, you helped him out on a few of those because you made <laughs> some great catches. Now, the one that I was most impressed with, I thought you were out of bounds. It was right about the 40-yard line, and uh, it was an out pattern that you uh, dove for. Uh, uh, were you pretty sure you still had your foot in the in there?
8: Yeah, field? yeah. I was. I was pretty sure. Yeah. Uh, I was pretty confident in that, and that's something that you know. I think as a little kid, you you run onto the couch and you make sure that you get a foot in and yeah. just be able to help that and have that translate onto this is, is, is fun.
2: Yeah. And then the end zone, the South end zone is you're running toward the East and uh, it was a ball just barely over the top of the defender. You know, which one I'm talking about the touchdown. Yeah. And uh, so was that a tough catch to make?
8: Yeah. I mean, it was uh, The guy, had pretty good coverage on it yeah. and it, luckily Zach just put it right on the money and um, you know, when, when you got that kind of trust, it's the opportunities are kind of endless.
1: You end the season with the same number of touchdowns that matches your jersey number. You went from one to three today, a two-touchdown day for you. It's always fun uh, to take the field and just contribute, uh, mm-hmm. but it's great to be in the end zone, isn't it, multiple times uh, in a game? Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, besides <laughs> the catches and touchdowns, besides wins, those are
8: the types of things that you want at our position, and so um, it wasn't exactly what we all wanted at the beginning, but Uh, To be able to finish it off at this note is is pretty pretty cool.
1: What's your perspective on why things changed so dramatically for BYU from half one to half two today?
8: Uh, It wasn't so much talking. It was really just a simple statement of let it go and let's throw. And that's what we did. And when you get comfortable and, you know, there's not too much pressure in that sort of way, then we're able just to kind of
1: let loose and let the thing sling. If BYU decides to go let it go and let's throw with Zach Wilson for a few more years, are they going to do okay? Uh, They'll be just fine. A lot of success in the future. <laughs> what did you take out of this one year in Provo, after a career that began in Provo many
8: years ago? Uh, just about, you know, nothing is nothing is perfect, and nothing ever will be perfect. But you know, as long as we have our priorities straight as individuals, um, and and rely on the most important thing, and that's Heavenly Father, then you know everything everything will be okay. Um, it wasn't everything that we expected uh, in May, but. Um, the things that I learned and the opportunities that I had, and just to be in this environment again, was, was something that you know I couldn't have I couldn't have asked on any better.
2: I'm not going to make a big deal of the blue turf, but uh, is it a little bit different to play out there on a blue field?
8: To be honest with you, it's not. I think it, probably one of the most that's probably one of the greatest misconceptions. I I mean even growing <laughs> up, you kind of watch it and you're like, golly, that's got to be difficult. But um, it's really just worse on TV. Playing on it isn't that bad. Okay. Who, did you, who did you have in the stands today from the Kali family? Uh, luckily I had my, my wife, the most important of them all <laughs> and uh, my sisters just got into town from Hawaii and so um, they my parents haven't seen them in, in a good amount of time and so the whole family was making their way to California um, for, for Christmas and so they were all watching on TV and my, my phone my phone was blown up the entire entire game. So to be able to see the text messages and the support that they gave me, it's it's never-ending.
1: It seemed like there was a, a special outpouring of support and emotion for Kalani once this game went final tonight. Absolutely. And that's that's
8: what he deserves, man. He doesn't get enough credit for truly the difference that he makes in this program and what he makes a priority of. Um, the way that this thing is going to go and, and how things are going to progress, not necessarily change, but progress is is it's in good hands it's in better hands than it has been in a long time and so i i completely trust Kalani on what he wants to do and what he has planned and that's uh it's going to be good. Yeah, so you're going to lead these guys now, but uh, as yeah, as to
1: what's next for this program, how do you feel about it?
8: Great. I mean, the last two games you've seen just a just a little inkling of what could be and what it's going to be. And with Zach at the helm at the quarterback spot and um you know, the guys on the defense, you got Kyris for another year, you got Austin Lee. I mean, you mm-hmm. got Diane like it's it's never ending, and the young guys, the way that they stepped up this season, uh, from Dax to Gunner to you know Pini Katoa, uh I mean, yeah. I think that's uh, have I listed our entire ro- <laughs> roster because th- these are the all guys that are coming they're back. They're coming back. Exactly. And how about uh, Diane getting himself an offensive touchdown today? I mean, if, there, <laughs> if there's one person who's going to make sure that he got that opportunity, <laughs> it was Dian himself. <laughs> and so, and so I'm glad he I'm glad he did it, and he deserves it because that dude's made some big plays on the defensive side of the ball. So why not have a little fun?
2: Right. Well, well played today, uh, Diane. I, I really thought you did a great job. You made some tough catches. Really, were a big contributor and uh, helped get that momentum going your way in the second half. So, uh, congratulations. Sir.
8: I I really appreciate it. Hey, Thank Dale, you guys what's, so much. Uh,
2: what's next for you, by the way? What's
1: happening with you?
8: Uh, you know, obviously, I came here with the goal to play in the NFL, and that that's still the goal. And so, um, I'll uh, go ahead and sign with an agency as soon as possible and um, take care of training so that I can perform at at Pro Day to the best of my ability and. Um, you know, do do what I've been dreaming of my entire life.
1: Well, Dylan Colley, it's been a pleasure to see both your career start and end at BYU and follow you at Hawaii while you were gone. It was great to have you back. I wish you the best. Happy holidays and safe travels and everything you wish in the future.
8: Absolutely. Merry Christmas. Thank you guys so much. Thank you, Dylan. That's
1: Dylan Colley. And this is the Cougar Locker Room Show brought to you in part by Provo Land Title Company. Title and escrow can be complicated with over 50 years' experience in Utah. Provo Land Title has the expertise to navigate your buying, selling, or building project. Provo Land Title, making the complicated easier. More from Boise next here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: This is the Cougar Locker Room Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel.
1: One and a half tackles for loss, part of Kyrus Tonga's two-tackle day, which was part of BYU's demolition of Western Michigan today. 49-18 to is our final. Greg Rubel and Mark Lyons upstairs. And down in the Cougar Locker Room area, it is number 95. Kyrus Tonga joining us. Hello, Kyrus. Hello. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Happy holidays! Congratulations to you on a wonderful win for the team today. Uh, just your overall reaction to what went down over sixty minutes today.
4: Appreciate it. No, it was it was awesome. It was a it was a great team win. We came out and uh, we played our ball, so it, it was fun.
1: What, what, when you say playing our ball? What does that mean to you?
4: I think just just going out and being ourselves. Uh, a lot of times we go out and we're so uh, we're so anxious to do other people's jobs, but. I think as as uh, we went into halftime, knowing that we just need to play our own game, play our uh, our 111, do our own job, we'll be good, and it, it showed.
2: Well, you really made an impressive play when you just uh, barreled through the line. It was a third and shorter. Was it a fourth down play? And, man, you made a nice, solid tackle. Tell me about how that went on.
4: Um, we knew they were going to run the ball. They've been running the ball um, all game and uh, actually all season just uh, on short downs. short downs. So, um we we knew what we had to do we had to be physical and um i got lucky and he was i was in the backfield with the running back so it was fun
2: (laughs) yeah you hit him straight up right (laughs) yeah and so uh was the guy that you played against uh how were they as far as a comparison to other teams you played this year
4: they're good um they're they're physical they're very disciplined uh they didn't make a lot of mistakes but uh we knew that they're they're gonna be like that they're a great team a great coach um uh, so we knew that uh, we we had a, a tough one. But it was fun just to go out and to pl- to play against this team. Super good team. They're very humble. Um, and to, to go out with the win.
1: A team averaging 33-plus points per game, and they were kept down by BYU today. When you come off the field, Kyrus, you're meeting with your coaches, you're talking with your boys, you're, to get, you're getting to rest. How much time did you have to actually really enjoy what the offense and Zach Wilson were doing today?
4: It, it was fun to watch. Um, it's, it's just awesome to see them put up points the way they do. Um, and all the confidence in the world was that uh, there's never a time where we doubt or even anyone on the offensive side uh, we know that if they go three and now we know that they'll come back stronger the next uh, series.
1: Now I know you're a defensive guy but uh, your offense lost running back number one, running back number two running back number three. Numbers were thin. Guys had to step up. How proud are you of the guys for generating what they did without a lot of bodies today?
4: I was was extremely happy Uh, we have that mentality of next man up Uh, We don't see each other as like, hey, you're the third guy, you're the fourth guy. If you get your number called, you got to go and and play and and show out. And that's what they did. So I'm super excited for them and super happy.
2: So was the the bowl prep's a little different, but how about the kind of your anticipation, your emotions as you come into this bowl game? Uh, Were you guys enthusiastic? Were you excited about having this opportunity to play again? Did you take the field with the attitude that, man, we're going to kick them today?
4: Yeah, uh, we came in. We knew they were going to be a good team, but um, we came in super excited because just last year, uh, not being able to make it to a bowl game, uh, it was hard. So being able to to be in our shoes now, uh, it was humbling. But uh, at the same time, we knew what we had to do and uh, just show out. It's not just a regular game. Uh, We have something to prove. So it it was fun to to come out to Boise and to, to participate with the team activities and just to show out.
1: Did you end up with a potato out of the bowl? (laughs)
4: <laughs> uh, no, they were throwing it, but it was too cold to catch him. So.
1: <laughs> now, because you're a nose tackle, your numbers look different than Sione's at the end of the game. But, wow, 19 tackles, 9 solos for Sione Taki today. What would you say about him?
4: Hey, he, the, I, I'm not even surprised, to be honest. He's a, he's a great guy, um, a great player, even even a greater guy off the field. So uh, I'm proud of him. I'm happy for him. And I can't wait to see him at the next level.
1: It seems like you guys are pretty happy for Kalani once the, once the clock went out today. Is that, is that fair? <laughs>
4: Yeah, we, hey, he, he deserves it. He's a great coach, and we're grateful to have him on this side of the ball. All
1: right. Uh, how excited are you to, well, first of all, get some relax, relaxation time, but then actually get back to work and, and, and pick up where you left off uh, next year?
4: Yeah, uh, we're, we're excited. We're it's, it's, it's good that we get to relax, be with the family, but we know that uh, that's going to come to an end soon. So got to get our minds right and, and p- prepare for next year.
2: Well, it was <clears throat> fun to watch a dominating performance on the defense today. Uh, I liked that they were on the one-yard line, and it took them four plays to get into there. Uh, you guys did a nice job today. It's going to help you to build for
4: the next season, right? Yes, sir. Thank you so much.
2: Thanks, Kyrus. Appreciate it. And, uh, have
1: again, have a safe and happy holiday season, and uh, best of luck as you move forward.
4: Thank you so much. You guys, too. Thank you. All
1: right. That is Kyrus Tolga, and that is our Cougar locker room show. The head coach of the Cougars, Kalani Sitake, will have a conversation with us coming up next here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: Coverage of BYU football continues with the Cougar Postgame Coaches Show. The Cougar Postgame Coaches Show is brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union, guiding you forward. Let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. And before Head Coach Kalani
1: Sitake joins us, we will be joined if we're not already by quarterback Zach Wilson. Zach, can you hear us down there? Uh, We don't have him yet. He is almost ready. All right. Well, we'll get the word from Mitch when Zach is ready and has the headset on, and then uh, Zach will proceed. Kalani Sitake on the airwaves, and uh, I don't know if you just, if you're just tuning in, uh, you missed uh, BYU quarterbacks throwing nothing but completions today. Uh, BYU threw the ball 19 times for 19 completions, and Mark, some are throws you expect to be caught, and some are throws that you go, wow, how was that caught? And some are throws you thought, man, no other quarterback, but this guy gets it there. It was kind of a variety of things, but every catch was made.
2: Yeah, that's the truth, Greg, uh, that, uh, you know, and it uh, it does take some good fortune, but, uh, we 've seen so many balls uh, in similar positions this season that were thrown uh neil pau 's catch uh, earlier. we might have seen that ball go through his hands, and yet I love his great grab, yeah man a one handed snag on the sideline with a guy pulling your arm uh, it does take it takes everyone it takes, doing it, right? it does it does and uh, the time that he has to throw it uh you know nearing the end of the second nearing the end of the second quarter. Uh, there weren't many open receivers that Zach was finding. he have a little trouble in uh, locating people. And uh, then in the second quarter, he just went ahead and started throwing it to the people, and they were catching everything he threw up.
1: I want to get to a couple of numbers before Zach joins us and then Kalani. Uh, BYU ended up with six tackles for loss on the day, three sacks. And here were the players who had tackles for loss. Sione Takitaki had one. Uh, Lorenzo Fawatea had one and a half. Our guest Kairos Tonga, fun talking to Kairos. Kairos Tonga had one and a half. Zach Daw had one. And we had one from Kamalani Wakalani as well. <laughs> that gets you to six <laughs> tackles for loss for BYU. Who were the players who caught all the passes today? Well, Dylan Colley, our guest, had six for 124 and two touchdowns. Matt Bushman, four for 52. Aleva Hifo, two for 85, including that career long 70 yard reception, career long pass as well for Zach Wilson. Neil Pau, by the way, I love Hifo's 70-yard t- reception was for a score, so give him a touchdown. Neil Pau had two catches for 57. Talon Shumway, two for 18. Dallin Holker, one for 20. That was a nice catch. Uh, Dax Milne, uh, one for five, and that was a touchdown catch for Dax Mill. and so kudos to Dax on that. And for Dax, I should have noted at the time I did not, that is his first touchdown as a BYU Cougar. Oh, yeah, I would have thought, yeah. And then Tyler Algier had uh, one catch uh, for minus three, kind of a double catch he had to make, lost three yards on it. That gets you to 19 catches on 19 attempts, so a perfect passing day for BYU, 19 for 19 for 358, four touchdowns, no picks. You take a look at Zach Wilson's passer rating of 321.3, and then you throw Tanner Mangum in, and when you go one for one for 41, that gets (laughs) you to (laughs) 444.4. So a couple of astronomical numbers from BYU's (laughs) quarterbacks today, and we should also note, and I didn't talk about this in in fact for quite a while, may have tweeted about it hours ago, but with Zach's performance today, he sets... BYU's freshman quarterback season pass efficiency record.
2: Oh, yeah, that's right.
1: And the guy who said it, well, I maybe I'll wait to ask, ask Zach ourselves if he knew uh, who said it. Hey, Zach Wilson, can you hear us okay down there? We'll see if Zach's on the headset here. Zach, can you hear us? Yeah, hey, got you guys. Hey, Greg Rubel and uh, Mark Lyons upstairs. So I was just saying, you set this season BYU's new freshman quarterback pass efficiency record for a season as a freshman. Do you know who set the record originally? I don't. Who is was that? It was Ty Detmer. Yeah, great T- quarterback. Ty Detmer, Ty Detmer back in 1988, <laughs> and you broke that record with your season performance uh, capping off with uh, today's game. Well, first up, thanks for coming on. I know you've been uh, in demand. Uh, thanks for taking a minute to, to spend a few minutes with us. Congratulations on the game, but more importantly, the team win. And I've a- I'll ask you what I asked the other guys too, Zach, and that is how important is it to go from 6-6 six and six to 7-6 and six with this one game?
5: Yeah, that was a huge focus this whole last week. I mean... Uh, y- Ending the season with a winning a winning season is so much better than a losing season. I mean, that kind of gets guys excited for the next year, excited to want to work harder and, and get in the gym and getting and getting get uh, out on the field, you know, throwing extra. And, and I think people are, you know, we're really excited for this next season and we're glad we could end this way.
1: So much focus goes to your 18 for 18 and, and Tanner's one for one on top of that but I know you want to spread the credit around to the guys that really make these plays ultimately what they are at the end of the day. It's not just one guy doing it, right?
5: Yeah, of course. I mean, it starts with the O-line. I mean, those guys were giving me time all night. And, uh, you know, it's, I've, I've played with, uh, you know, a team before where your O-line struggles, and, you know, it's not easy to be a successful quarterback. So, I mean, those guys up front have been doing it for me all year. Uh, the receivers were coming up big. I mean, they were making making plays on 50-50 balls, making a lot of hard catches across the middle. And, uh, you know, just one of those is, um, it great, great that they can bail me out, especially you know Matt Bushman reaching over a guy and <laughs> pulling the ball in. I mean, you know, you can't. I mean, that's why when they say the completion, you know, every time I throw, someone's got to catch. I mean, it goes both ways.
1: Yeah, I was going to ask you real quickly: Were there any balls you threw today where you thought eh, this might not get caught by our guy?
5: Sorry, I think did I you have any that. ball?
1: Did you have any balls today you threw where you were not sure if it was going to be caught by your guy?
5: Uh, I mean, there was a there was a few. Um, I had a lot of confidence in my receivers. I mean, even some of those deep balls where, you know, the guy was right on their butt. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I think it's something we've repped so much that I'm so much more comfortable with throwing a fade route down the field like that. Just because we've we've done it more and we've practiced the technique. Um, you know, the only one I could say was probably the one to Bushman. I mean, it looked like the guy was up in press and he he, he decided to let him go like in a roll corner. So uh, last second, I just to try to throw a little higher for Bush and he you know he's a great target just to go up and get something. So.
2: So as you guys were preparing for the bowl game, does it uh, feel a little bit different in bowl preparation than it would say your weekly games that you're preparing for in the season?
5: Yeah, I mean, it's been a little different. The preparation, I know, has been a little tedious on guys and, you know, people are like, why are we practicing on Saturday? Why are we coming out here two weeks in a row? You know, we don't play (laughs) for a month. Like, what are we doing this for? And Um, I think you just have to look at the positives of everything. I mean, I was telling the receivers and, you know, the coaches were portraying to me like, hey, this is another spring ball. I mean, the teams that didn't make a bowl game, they don't get the advantage of having these extra practices. And I was excited for it just because we're starting to move in the right direction. We're starting to find what we're really good at. So I wanted these extra practices like, hey, let's get work. Let's get working on the offseason now. Like, let's get back into lifting. Let's get back into running. Let's get our bodies healthy with rehab and and coming into this game. It was like, okay, this is the first game of the next season already.
2: So that's what leads me into my next question. Uh, you were in charge of it all because uh, you were then identified as being the quarterback. Did you have a more comfortable feeling as being the starting quarterback as you were doing this bowl prep?
5: Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, I think the stress of it in practice trying to be perfect all the time kind of faded. It was more of just like, OK, like I know I'm the guy yeah. here. Let's try yeah. and just get better and You know, I wasn't thinking as much. I was playing and and getting that many more reps, I really felt showed in just in just my accuracy. I mean, getting so many reps of just one thing. I was like, okay, in practice, I should never miss a fade. I should be 100 percent. I should never miss a fade when it was early on, when I was just maybe getting a couple reps here and there, Mm -hmm. you know, I wasn't as consistent in my throwing ability. So going into this bowl game, it was like, okay, I know what we're capable of doing and I just
1: need to come out here and just let it rip. From August through December, what do you think you uh, either learn most or will take most out of this year into what's next for you?
5: Yeah, I think it's just the talent level of of college and You know, you start to react and and, and feel how these guys are different than high school. And so many guys are so much faster. And there's so many more defensive coverages people can throw at you or delayed blitzes or, you know, me trying to figure out what my protection is or when's a good time to run or how how I can force the ball in there with someone being, you know, that much quicker. So I, I realized you know, especially with film prep and the help of my coaches and and, and my players around me that, you know, this is something that we can really work at and and just get consistent with. And you start to get a good feel for everything. You start to realize, like, okay, these are the kind of balls you can throw. These are the kind of ones you can't.
2: Yeah, that was my first impression. It was like everybody's an all-star when you show up at camp, and uh, it's just a lot different than everybody was good in high school, but – you get to, th- it's just another level of uh, performance. So uh, now as you uh, have finished this season and uh, you have some work to do now in the offseason and, and you're already accustomed to doing that, right?
5: Yeah, I am. I mean, I'm excited for this offseason and I know the rest of the team is too. Uh, Did you end up with a potato out of the bowl tonight? So I actually bit one (laughs) um, and then threw it into the stands. I saw Zach (laughs) Katoa grabbed it for me, so maybe I can go grab one back.
1: (laughs) Hey, BYU fans, by the way, represented pretty well today, I thought. How about you?
5: Yeah, I did. I mean, they were, you know, they're super supportive. I'm glad we have such a big fan base around the world and guys that are, you know, willing to drive from Salt Lake or BYU fans that are here in Boise that, you know, come down and support us.
1: Now, you've been in some pretty fun uh, postgame locker rooms already in your freshman year. Uh, Where where did today stack up?
5: I actually didn't even go in the locker room. Oh, I was standing <laughs> out there on the field um, <laughs> yeah. You're out there a taking long time. pictures. Yeah, oh, so, man. yeah, that was tough.
1: Well, it was a good post-game celebration either way. I know you guys yep. had a lot of fun with Kalani on the sideline. and it, it, looked like a, it looked like a fun occasion down there. Yeah,
5: it was. I mean, this is something great to be a part of, and I know the, the seniors are happy to end this way, and I'm glad we could get it done for them. Well, it's
1: last so thing for you. What's a reasonable huh? expectation for you and the guys as you try and get ready for the 2019 season here before too long?
5: Yeah, just to keep getting on the same page. we want to We want to build kind of like the passing game that we have going. I mean, specifically for me, that's what's important to me. And, you know, as a team, we'll, we'll find that connection. But I, I realized tonight, you know, when you started throwing it in the second half, it started to open up those big running lanes. Mm. And going into this off scene, I hope to get a little more a little more trust in myself to be able to make, you know, a little audibles at the line or, or you know, increase my knowledge by being able to slide a protection one way or have another guy, you know, quick hot route here. So, I mean, this is a new staff, and they understand they want to get to that point too. So, um, I think this off season, just kind of polishing everything we have, uh, just the base things we have this year. We're going to polish all those and make them a little more complicated.
2: Uh, Zach, bowl games are a little bit different. Does everybody go home tonight, or are there te- are there players that are actually? I mean, going back to Provo tonight, or do- are there players that are actually headed for home from here?
5: Yeah, so the whole team is actually hopping on buses on their way home. Uh, my family's all down here staying the staying the extra night, so I'll be here till Saturday, and then I'll take off tomorrow. And, uh, you know, I, lo- I know a lot of guys are just um, married, too. So I'm, I'm not sure what they're going to be doing. But, uh, you know, a lot of the married couples on the team are are probably – going to be hanging out with their family driving back but the bus for the majority is coming back tonight
1: well zach we know it's uh it's probable that you're going to throw an incompletion at some point uh (laughs) the rest of your career but you're going to go into a straight into next year with a string of 19 straight and counting when you take the last one from utah on 18 today so keep it running as long as you can it's always a good thing to have everyone catch your balls and uh have a great off season happy holidays really enjoyed talking with you tonight and all the best to you appreciate it thank you thank you zach that's zach wilson all right Good stuff from Zach, and uh, great stuff from BYU, the quarterbacks in particular, but uh, truly a team effort, and it takes a, vill- a village to complete a pass, <laughs> and BYU <laughs> was 19 for 19 today for 358 and four touchdowns, part of the 49-18 to 18 win over Western Michigan. We'll stay right here until we hear that Kalani's on the headset, and when Kalani pops it on, we'll uh, get the coaches' comments as our postgame coverage continues, but we'll go without a break for the time being and get as much time with the Kalani as we can before they uh, pack him up and head him on out and... Uh, I think you got to feel pretty good, Mark, about uh, where BYU is uh, with uh,
2: with quarterback moving forward. Yeah, I think uh, uh, I think the whole situation not just ever, not just quarterback. I think there's a, a lot of talent that uh, is coming back and going to be good.
1: Yep, I, I, there's a, there's a really strong core, and uh, we saw that in evidence here this afternoon, this evening.